and welcome back to another week of Chill with Phil. It's November 24th. I'm here by the Jersey Shore. As always with me, my partner in crime, Mikey. How are you? Good, man. Uh, just want to be said that, you know, I think this podcast should end and I'm doing it under protest. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, protest is still going on. I was kind of hoping maybe it would end with like, you know, some of the election uncertainty ending. But that's now cool. We got to count those ballots. You still got to count all of them. 80 million. Um, uh, yeah. It's uh, Thanksgiving week. Uh, some quick uh, Phil's thoughts. Mikey demanded it. I was considering ending it, but it's his favorite section. And it's a little bit of a more thoughtful Phil's thoughts, I'd say. Uh, so this day, exactly, Tuesday before Thanksgiving, uh, four years ago, me, Mikey, and a friend of the show, Nathan, who hopefully we'll have on eventually, went to just an awesome concert. It was the Wombats at Terminal 5. And it was so much fun. And I was so hungover the next day at work, but it's like a half day because it's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And it just made me, you know, bummed that we can't do that. Like, if you told me we could do that tonight, I'd be so happy. And yeah, things will go back to normal. But that thought was just, I don't know. Mikey, time for Mikey's thoughts on Phil's thoughts. I'm going to give it a one out of 10 for this, for this reason. Wait, for this reason. When we were briefing, when we were briefing the guest, you Wait. said people come to the show for levity. I know. That I, is the opposite. I wanted to infuse with a little more hope because we, we will do that again, but it's tough when like you have such a clear comparison and well, anyway, speaking of someone who definitely has a comparison for this day to past years, an issue I've had since I quit Facebook, Mikey, I don't know if you've had this, is not remembering friends' birthdays. And I've forgotten a few during the pandemic because it's weird times. And I don't know if there's a better way to remember a friend's birthday than invite them on your friggin' podcast. <laughs> and we are pretty stoked to have longtime friend, partial enemy of Mikey's for a little, uh, yeah. grew up with him. He's an interesting fella. We're pretty stoked. Jordan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, everyone. Appreciate yeah. it. First and foremost, happy birthday, man. Thank you. Up a duh. Thank you, guys. Means yeah. a lot. Where, uh, where are we catching you? You're catching me. I'm on a stool in my bedroom in Tribeca. Nice. Because Nikki commands, oh, Mike's calling. Uh, Nikki commands uh, the entire square footage of my apartment. So this is the only safe space I have. Well, we appreciate that. Nikki is Jordan's lovely uh, fiance. Nikki's my fiance, in case anyone did not know. I'm engaged also. Yeah, we're learning a lot already for our listener. Um, and that was Mike, last week's guest, calling Jordan. Well, all right, Jordan, we have some pretty fun questions ready for you and kind of more specific for you than most people, which uh, I'm pretty happy about. If you're ready, we'll dive in. Let's do it. All right. Uh, we start every week with the same question. What's, uh, what's your proudest moment in your life? The Army. Double. And uh, the year I spent in Israel, you know, serving my country, following a rough patch, perhaps a year prior, as some might recall. And uh, yeah, that was a pretty, it's a pretty stellar year. All my friends were there to support me. It was a pretty chill period, yeah. That's my proudest moment. 
Thank you for your service. Yeah, no, it's really admirable. No one's gonna make light of that. Uh, chill is an interesting word to use to describe, uh, was it 16 months of army service? I'm kidding, but the proudest moment was me getting kicked out of Seneca. Everyone knows that. <laughs> wow, okay. It's not that kind of podcast. We're not trying to like get you. <laughs> it felt like you were trying to get me. We're not trying to get you, but here's the next question. Tell us about a time you failed. When did I? And what'd you learn about? What'd you learn about yourself in the process? And just to be clear, we ask everyone these same first two questions. Scout's honor. Um, when I failed was um, probably. Um, it's a cool time to have you on because you obviously were very early to the crypto game and got pretty deeply involved. And as I'm sure you're aware, Bitcoin's running up to $20,000, which is crazy. Um, and I'd love to hear kind of your thoughts. Are you still involved? Do you trade a little? Do you own? It's actually funny you mentioned because of course, leave it to Bitcoin to choose the one day of the year to run up to this new high on Jordan's birthday. It's just so <laughs> poetic. Like I, for those who don't know, I quit my job two years ago to go full into Bitcoin. And I was like so early to the game. Like I was like, how do you even explain it? I was like, I was like a prophet in some ways. I mean, literally I saw Bitcoin when no one else had their eyes open for it. And what did you pay for your first one? Like a hundred bucks or a little more? The first one I bought was $80 in 2013. Jesus. Do that. And then, and then I quit my job in 2018 to pursue it full time, raise a fund around it. So that didn't go as planned, you know? And then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then. I got booed off the stage, so to speak, from Bitcoin. And then two years later, um, you know, here I am sulking and in regret. Do you, you still own some or any? I own, I own 0.6 Bitcoin. Sorry, our puppy uh, strolled in. Nikki, say hi. Oh, hi Nikki, hi, welcome to the pod. Hey, Nikki, surprise guest. Hey, guys. It's nice to have our only listener on. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that lady, am I right? <laughs> I mean, that was not Nikki. No, it was. Uh, okay, yeah, that's, I didn't appreciate that. That's a really nice crypto middle finger. Mm. Right? Like, it runs up like 50% the past month leading up to my birthday. Just a slap in the face. Yeah. So, I have a little bit of exposure, but not a, but not a ton. It's, I'm calling it on the podcast. It's going to hit 100K by December of 2021. Um and we're all going to be in, in, in shock when it does. Wow. Apparently not you. You guessed it. Yeah. I think besides me, I, I'm calling it now. So I'm not in shock. Say, but, uh, legally, I have to say this is not investment advice, but that's a, it's a ballsy prediction. This is entirely investment advice. Buy Bitcoin now. Um, all right, Mikey, what do we got? All right. Uh, hey, Jordan. Hey. What's the, what's the first thing you'll do in a post-COVID world that you can't currently do? Uh, in a post-COVID world? There's one very obvious answer. Wombat's concert. Big no. Actually, concerts is the one thing I miss most. I mean, I have this crew in Michigan who I go to a country concert uh, once a year. We're all very tight, as you can hear, as you can say, <laughs> as you can tell. But once, once a year, we go to a country concert, 
So I'm very excited to go to that first country concert in you know in a in a year or so when this is all over. I'm pretty sure those are still going on. What did Mike say? Uh, uh, I get sloshed at a bar, at a dive bar. And then he, he was, was getting sl- sloshed. <laughs> um, I was getting sloshed. But also, you go to country concerts, and also those aren't closed right now. Those people do not. Those people do not believe in this. Well, well, I didn't know about them. Maybe Jordan doesn't want to go. Uh, no, like I'm talking about like not like the trashy ones, like the real. Like Luke Bryan? Yeah, Luke Bryan, for instance. Nice. I, I think smart money was on you saying, you know, have a wedding and get married because you tried to do that during COVID and you can't. Yeah, but that's true. I am very excited for my wedding in Telluride 2021. You three are invited. Great save. Uh, on that note, can you kind of give us a quick walkthrough on how you came to the decision to postpone your wedding? I know a lot of people had smaller ceremonies or just had a civil ceremony. What were you um, yeah, I mean, we had thought that we would be the, the first wedding out of COVID to, uh, to occur. And then this is back in March and April. We thought we'd, we'd get lucky that this would be a f- you know, five-month thing. But then as summer rolled around and things weren't changing, we quickly came to the conclusion that that was not the case and we'd have to push it. So um, we could have either had a, a small 50 person wedding in, in Colorado, um, but we also want friends and family there. Uh, and that's way more than 50 people. So we decided to push it a full year to August of next year and praying to God almighty that something uh, like a vaccine comes along and saves us. So hoping and praying. Willow. Awesome. I like it. That's funny. I remember like in March, I hadn't booked a flight yet for September. And I'm like, I guess I should still do that. Like, that's a long way away. And then it was like, oh, wait. I booked, oh, a, yeah. I booked a flight when everything shut down. I so many credits on airlines now. It's ridiculous. Prices went yeah. down big time. But yeah, I got, I got everything refunded. All right. Hey, uh, hey, Jordan. Hey. What's the craziest thing you had happen to you in college? Yeah, the first night of pledging, I got, um, we were all blindfolded in the, uh, in the cellar of a basement um, and uh, had to drink a ton of uh, hard liquor. And we were blindfolded at the time. And one of the pledge masters took a bottle and smashed it over my chest, had a big gash, went to the hospital, got 10 stitches. I have, I have the marks approved. I want to see. How have yeah. I never heard the story? I don't really? care about I care about our listeners, but I do want to see that. That's true. How how come you've never told us that? Right. Yeah. And what and what frat is that for the report? Yeah. ZBT Zeta Beta Tau. Um, the person who runs the uh, frat is named. Okay, I don't know. Why and, uh, Why did the guy do that? Did you Oh, did you talk back to him? No. Well. It was actually gross. He was carrying around, the pledge master was carrying around a garbage bag where everyone would throw up in as they were chugging alcohol. So this bag consisted of a ton of throw up, everyone in the pledge classes throw up, and then um, uh, broken beer bottles because you make you chug a beer bottle and then smack and throw it in there. So a throw up in beer bottles, glass bottles, and one of them that he didn't know cracked when it, when, when it was in there. And he was swinging the, the, the garbage bag at everyone's chests, like it's like I don't even know why, but one hit my chest, and then the the glass hit my chest and cut it open. 
that get you out of out of some juicy pledging thing like some things that you didn't have yes because then they were all so they thought i would sue them um so, so was it worth it well it was so worth it <laughs> i was like the untouchable guy the entire rest of pledging like 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 i was like the it's not worth it guy like you know so that was probably one of the craziest things that, that's happened in, in college that's pretty for me. To hear, and it's crazy that i've never heard that yeah, I, I hope that's, that's a crazier part. I thought you guys would have heard the story. Yeah. That's why we do this podcast. It's true. Um, well, cool. Uh, going back to something you touched on earlier, what would you say your favorite and least favorite things about being in the Israeli army were? The most favorite thing was obviously having a rifle at all times. Felt pretty cool um, and learning how to use it. Uh, we spent most of our service training um, and surfing on a few borders, but uh, for, the moment, for the most part, training. So being able to shoot um, was was a lot of fun. And obviously the cool part was also defending your country. Not a big deal. Like you guys were wasting your weeks away. I was, I was busy defending the borders. The hardest part was definitely... So every weekend I would try, if I got off base, to see all you guys and my friends, and we'd, I'd stay at your apartments or whoever was, whoever was around in Jerusalem or wherever. Um, so it was like the Sunday mornings when I had to go back to the base and leave everyone. When everyone was like hungover from the bar the night before, that was so difficult, mm, which, yeah. you know, it sucked. Putting on my uniform and grabbing my gun and going on a, on a five-hour bus ride to the to the Hermon or to some uh, region up north in Israel while everyone else slept on their asses. Yeah. It's pretty uh, frustrating. Well, that's tough. Um, reminds me of episode seven. We had my dad on and he would complain about having to go to MTA on Sundays, but that sounds like a worse Sunday even. Uh, was, was worse, Bobby. Yeah. It was um, definitely worse. Jordan, I want to be clear. This next question we ask everyone, it is not targeted at you. Most of our listenership, young executives. All right. As someone who went balls to the wall, decided to leave your corporate job. <laughs> what's some advice you'd give? What's some business advice you'd give to young executives? Yeah, of course. Uh, totally. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't leave your job. I regret it every minute of my life. Okay, stay where you stay put. Don't take risks. <laughs> Literally, right. don't take risks. Like, don't just like, yeah. Like, don't be an entrepreneur. Work nine to five. Go home to your wife. Kiss her on the on the on the, on the cheek. You know, like, watch that episode of Friends you were meaning to, to catch up on, and then go to bed early. That is real lived-in experience talking. <laughs> we appreciate. Okay. I've lived both sides. I was a rich man and, and, and I was a poor man. And I am a poor man. Okay. Yeah. You're rich in, in love, right? Don't do it. Don't leave your job. Listeners, I think you need to hear that. Um, well, very cool. Another question we ask everyone, uh, the sound guy, Dan original. Um, if you could put a quote on a billboard for the whole world to see what would you want it to say is the quote like under the quote does it say my name no no okay you can if you want it to that's true you can do whatever you want with the billboard <laughs> picture but i like 
again, like, don't take risks. <laughs> period. Like, something of of that of that ilk. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, th- that's not the message I want to I want to convey. It's. Um, How would you say being a twin has impacted you most? And for listeners who don't know, Jordan has a twin sister, Rachel. Life as a twin has been great. I mean, it comes in waves for sure. Um, growing up, you know, you have periods of time where you hate your sister or your twin and then you love them. Definitely growing up, it was hard. I mean, I was like a cool guy, but uh, I was always the, <laughs> no. And I, it's like a revisionist history. Um, Amazing to hear it. It's crazy. I mean, if you say it enough times, like, you believe it. So I was a cool guy. Um, and, but I was the brother of Rachel. So I couldn't get the girls, you know what I'm saying? So, so in high school, that's, that was kind of the issue or, or middle school, I should say. Um, but over time, people start to disassociate you, uh, yourself with your twin and you, and you develop your own identity. And then you're now no longer just the twin or, or the brother or, or whatever, you know, so that's when it gets better over time. So definitely the past few years, it's been good. I love her. She's a big part of my life. And uh, yeah, we're both, uh, I think I, I think she would say the same. I hope she would say the same. How is it living slash being around social media influencers for an extended period? We got four speed round questions. We got about 90 seconds left. Um, before we start, thank you so much for being on. This was an absolute blast and happy birthday. Here we go. Question one, favorite Will Ferrell movie? Old school. Uh, favorite food to eat a gross amount of grossly? Pinkberry. Ooh. How many hours a night do you sleep on average? Five. Uh, worst person you've ever run a half marathon with? Um, definitely Poppy. Yes. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, uh, Jordan. Jordan, do you want to tell people where they can find you on social media since you're a <laughs> star? But, but also yeah, don't talk. I'm a budding star. I have a lot to offer. Uh, Jordan David 11. Uh, look me up. Sorry, we got 10 seconds. Uh, big shout out to Paige's mom in Texas, our loyal listener. She wants to know how people should celebrate your birthday. Just by uh, shooting me a text, you know. I'm, I'm an approachable guy. Thanks again, Jordan.